Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, soap fans and true believers. We've got a lot to talk about, so I'll keep this short and sweet. And don't worry, it's late in the week, so we will talk a little bit about the current week as well. It's the Nurses Ball on General Hospital, which is always one of my favorites, especially now that we have the incomparable James Patrick Stewart, who did not disappoint with an original song, Can You Feel Me, and that Newsies get up. But I digress. We talk about how it all came together with the telethon twist and how they managed to pull it off amid a global pandemic. Then it's on to days of our lives and all the crazy casting news that they have going on. Stay tuned for part two, where we discuss the CBS soaps and what they can do to raise the ratings. But for now, enjoy our faves for another edition of Believe in Soap Operas. It's Believe in Soap Operas at night. See, we're recording at night, but luckily I don't hear crickets this time. Even though we've had all the problems in the world with internet and other things going on, I feel like me and Walker Ragsdale might actually get a cohesive podcast, or that's just wishful thinking, like a lot of things when it comes to daytime. So how are you doing, Walker? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's another week of daytime, and... A lot to talk about. Yeah, that's the thing is there's a lot to talk about. And I'm sure at least the first hour will be about General Hospital and that Nurses Ball telethon that I love. What did you think overall? I I, I, th- I thought it was a good idea. I, you know, we say we talked about this previously, but I didn't understand what was the need of having the Nurses Ball. I felt like they could have got away with it this year. But I, I think that was a good twist just kind of having it kind of like a telethon setup. It moved, you know, a couple storylines forward, which which was, was the best part about these things. Uh, you know, the baby, you know, the kidnapping, and then the Ava Nicholas storyline kind of moved forward. So I didn't, I didn't hate it. Well, and, and that's the thing that I will say about it, is they did the best they could with what they were given. And... I really do think it was a success. I mean, and and I guess, you know, we're on the happy side of that. Not everyone feels that way that I've talked to, but eh, screw them. I mean, and like it, it was good. And they really went out of their way to make it. And like you say, it had to do with they were going to go ahead and do it the best they could with the restrictions because it moved storylines forward. It was for you. They already had all these things set up because it's like, how else are we going to solve? Like, okay, what's the Nell Wiley and then now Brooklyn, the singing group. We had a lot of stuff sort of change there. And then we had, you know, again, the Nicholas and Ava and Frizz storyline. You have all of those things were moving parts. And, you know, the thing we'd rather forget, the Paxi baby. Okay, we've got that out. A lot of stuff moved forward. And we're seeing a lot of Nina question her life choices, which is good. Because, I mean, girl, 
<laughs> but but yeah, like it, it's one of those things that General Hospital has been great since it came back. That's why it's so unfortunate that the ratings aren't necessarily reflecting that. But in looking at them the best I can understand, because I think they're intentionally made to be confusing. I've tried to read these because I'm curious because they're really investing in the soaps with the national news. And, you know, a lot of it is because there's nothing going on. But this was something I sort of predicted. But I kind of hope people would tune in and the ratings would get better. But we really haven't seen that. What do you think about that? So, so the thing with the ratings, I don't put too much into them at the at this moment because they're not they're, they're antiquated. They're only going based on the linear television. I, I have to start. I'm sorry, people. I always yeah. like so like. They're well, going that's what's based interesting on about our conversations is like that we know a little bit more that maybe people aren't talking about on other shows. Well, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's very true. Um, I they're they're going based on who's watching it non-streaming, and I'm kind of curious of like if the networks are seeing the streaming numbers and and it's something that's like positive for them, and maybe that's why they are kind of getting the love that they are getting or they seem to be getting now is that maybe the streaming numbers are a lot better than what just the linear numbers are. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And I wish they would release that data and there, it is sort of an estimate. I think sometimes involved with those is what I've heard that it, it's more of an estimate in DVRs, but yeah. Hulu has done so much for General Hospital. I know that Jamie Giddens even mentioned that about like it, it would be better to see what like stuff like Hulu and now Peacock has days on there as well as the NBC app. But I don't know if you use your if you don't have your brother's cable login to use that you can watch those on there. <laughs> but but yeah, like yeah, the Peacock yeah. app, you can for sure. And that, yeah, that's 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 yeah. that's free. So I was a nielsen home once like maybe a couple years ago actually when i lived in burbank so it's they they it's it's very weird like they're only they're not actually they only count like up like there might be 10 nielsen homes and like a five or 10 mile radius and and so they're counting those 10 homes are counting as like your whole neighborhood so it's not the streaming numbers would be a more exact number of like how many people are watching so i'm more curious what the streaming numbers versus you know what the linear numbers are because it's nielsen is also weird like if you change the channel it doesn't um record like you ask you literally have to hit a button every time you're watching a show yeah so that so that it registers so if you are so if you're watching and you forget to hit the button to register it doesn't, rec- it doesn't like record the data for that episode. Like it's, 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 a, there's a lot of flaws in that system. Again, it's, it's, uh, it needs to be updated and they need to include the streaming into it. Yeah. It's an outdated model, but I know that this has been scaring some soap fans. So I figured we, we would need to talk about it. And especially because there is this interesting thing going on called the global pandemic that did put, you know, three out of the four soaps without new episodes and ways they had to figure out how to fill in. And so you did see people drop off probably, 
But then again, you may have had people come back because I know that with The Young and the Restless specifically, those classic episodes did better than their new episodes. And then you have, you know, to me, with, with General Hospital specifically, the numbers don't make sense. And like we say, what I know is most people I know that are watching it are watching it on Hulu. So if we had those numbers, maybe it would look better. But it is what is going to get people to tune in or come back when General Hospital has been amazing since they've come back. So you've got a good show. They did promote it and they really seem to be trying to to do something different and and kind of go back. I'm seeing a lot more history and nods and things than I've seen. And that was really one of the few things that I even asked for. It's interesting to me to see what, if, if this is not good for them, if they're not getting those streaming numbers we're not seeing, what more do people want? And, you know, I do hope that, like I've said, that this is a renaissance for daytime. And we're seeing that in the press and everything. But I just hope that it truly is reflective on the audience. Well, so General Hospital is a little different because, we you know, we're talking about the streaming. They have the ABC app, ABC.com. And Hulu, which is also a Disney property. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think I think they are fortunate to have a little bit, you know, the, the streaming numbers will be interesting uh, to see. But speaking of General Hospital, really quick, because I'm seeing this, I'm seeing these conversations happen on Twitter a lot more. They, General Hospital, are following the protocol. Yes. I read over the protocol. They are following the scenes that have people are short. The scenes that the protocols basically says that to keep the scenes short, if you're going to have people side by side, otherwise maintain the six feet distance. They, they said they discourage any intimate scenes, fight scenes, stuff like that. It says discourage. It doesn't say that they can't do it. And I also feel like that Frank and, and, and company are probably asking people like, if you aren't comfortable, I can't imagine yeah. that they're, make, they're making. I feel like a lot of these choices of, you know, I think Ned and Olivia had a scene where like they held their hands together while, you know, I, I think a lot of yeah, that is the Yeah, and Friends did as well. I feel like a lot of this is, is the actor's choice. I don't, I just can't imagine at this moment that the directors are forcing the actors to do this. But, you know, for the final thing, people, they are not breaking any rules. They are not going to get in trouble by the unions. They are following the protocols. For some, whatever reason, CBS has decided that they do not want to slack up on, on the blocking. And I don't know what that is. Yeah, uh, again, and we'll talk about it a little later when we talk about the CBS shows specifically. Probably a good thing they stuck to those. But yeah, over at ABC... Again, these are all different shows. They're all a different ballgame. They all have different showrunners. They're all shot in different places. So again, like you said, it's the actor's choice to do that. And no one looks uncomfortable. Everybody seems happy to be back at work. They're tested all the time. It's going to be fine. And, and that's, that's what makes GH special is they really are trying to do something different. And, and I think it is working because, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like this is still going on when I watch General Hospital as opposed to some of the other ones where you're like, okay, it's a little more obvious. With GH, it's not. And a lot of it is because they've made choices to, you know, it, it's just like a legal case. Like, like if yeah. Scotty Baldwin was here. Yeah. 
it, it's a choice in how you want to implement that. And as long as everybody's fine with it, we're good. Move on. Yeah, I, I just want to address that one last time because I'm seeing that conversation popping up a lot more. And I had like 12 replies the other day of people talking about, oh my gosh, they're going to get in trouble with the unions because no one is social distancing. So hopefully well, this is the last time we have to talk about that. Yeah. And how do I put it? If you could opt to be touched by some of these people, wouldn't you? <laughs> Just saying. So, and that's what brings us back to the nurses ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I will say the the most interesting, you know, I don't care about the baby storyline, but the Franco, Liz and Ava, uh, Nicholas, it seems to be turning more into what we wanted. More yeah. from just like trying to break up Nicholas and, and Liz and more of Ava and Nicholas actually falling for each other. I don't know if you saw today's Tuesday's episode. but Yeah, I it, saw most of it because of the hurricane coming here. Even though we're nowhere near the coast, they felt the need to interrupt in the middle, but I'll be watching the rest of it on Hulu. But yeah, like you say, today's episode really was a change. And that was what I was hoping with, because I really liked the bathroom scene with Liz overhearing Ava and Nina, because I really liked their friendship and of course what they talked about. And Liz overhearing the eloquent way of calling her a hoe. But it's like that moment Liz sort of realized, even though not completely, because she's still all about Nicholas, which again, they're, they're fixing that today. So I'm not going to complain too much. But yeah, that was really one of my only issues last week was how Liz was was not wise to Nicholas, even though she had been. And that was me. It, it seemed out of character was more why it was annoying. But yeah, her bitch faces at Ava were on point. So yeah, just based on today's episode and, and of, of her and Franco kind of just switching it around and kind of like putting the cards in like, wait, I think this one is doing it. I think that and, and so, yeah, I think we're getting what we want of it more being about Ava and, and Nicholas kind of falling for each other and less about interrupting and messing up Frizz's relationship. Yeah, because that was sort of the vibe was Liz and Franco sort of talking it out and them being on their friend's side, but then wanting to test them. And that's sort of what yeah. we always wanted was this to be fun to them. Yes, of course, Nicholas and Ava's initial idea does fit them, but it also fits Frizz not to break up. And, and what we like about the characters is that they do talk this stuff out. They didn't immediately jump into bed with other people. And, and I really like that they're working that in. And, you know, Liz has wised up to what's going on. And, and I really loved that conversation she had with Nicholas today when she had that immediate change. And, and I love the way Becky played it, where she was acting and trying to get it out of him. But then it's like what she realizes, like, Franco's right. It's just like, ah. Oh. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I felt that Liz realized that Franco was right about Nicholas. But I mm -hmm. wasn't sure if the way Ava, that Ava and Franco were talking if he had that same realization that like, oh wait, Liz was right about Ava. I kind of like that they played it that a little, I wasn't Ambiguous, quite sure. Yeah. Which, 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing is I feel like they are listening to us. And that's why if anybody wants to start tuning in, you know, to help these ratings and really show general hospitals that they are moving in the right direction, all we need to do is watch because this is exactly what we wanted is them working together to almost kind of push the two of them together. And they're giving us what we want. I mean, when it came to the nurses ball, all I asked for was a sad piano song from Valentine, and we got that and it was an original song by james patrick stewart so what did you think about the decision that obviously to save money they were original songs like william lipton did that one as well and you're like that's really cool it's so great to have a talented cast and then be able to showcase it while we enjoy familiar songs to me it was better that we had their songs instead yeah i fast forward it i i i, I don't listen to the song i don't you're I don't, killing the, me you didn't even I, watch I the suspenders i mean in the jazz you know no, i i i know no i'm sorry i i watched nurses balls in the 90s when it was an actual production this mess that they do now no, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be positive, but this, <laughs> I enjoyed the storylines that were going yeah. on around. But no, I I don't. I I haven't watched a performance in in this modern era. I don't think. Wow, because there've been. Some oh, you know what? I, I mean, Laura I, I watched, and Roger performed one year. <laughs> I didn't. The only one I've ever seen is um, the year that Sabrina came back and her and the Piffley did that song that they always do. <laughs> yeah that, that's the You're not alone I, anymore. yeah that one that that one yeah well we didn't have that one this year there was a different song so that the nurses performed with the woman who wrote it because some people didn't realize that's who that was but i look at the gh twitter so <laughs> oh soap twitter and, and that's the thing is uh, i guess so i can't really ask you about like your favorite performance because you don't have one <laughs> my my favorite nurses ball performance is from 1999 and it's when brenda and lucy and dara <laughs> and karen did big spender that was the best <laughs> nurses ball performance <laughs> I knew it had to be Brenda, but in that same vein, uh, the winner obviously this year is Valentine with James Patrick Stewart's original song, Can You Feel Me? But yeah, and that and that's what's cool is at least they let these people showcase their talent. And like we had talked about, like they went so long without it. And I think it was because you didn't have Wally, you didn't have James. And now we've got this younger set because to me, William Lipton, he could be like the next Jonathan Jackson. I see that. He's really cute. He's really talented. We'll see where this kid goes. And, and the whole younger set with Eden and Sydney as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe there's some hesitation with them filming. Why we haven't had more. The kids have different rules. So maybe they're not allowing people under 18 to perform, you know, the same way that these adults are. Because, yeah, the kids were just sequestered together. Like, you didn't see them with other people. And But I did like the way that they did it. Like, the, the way that they did all the performances, sort of just kind of pulling out, you know, and showing the stage. Well, speaking of Trina, were you surprised that Taggart's alive? No. I mean, I think we've all said that. It's like, okay, I, I hope that that's who Jordan's talking to. To me, it was just too quick. But Taggart, I was so happy for you to be alive, but it almost felt like a punishment. Think, oh, wait, but he's going to fuck up Julian. <laughs> I'm very interested to see where the story goes 
now that Jason has found them. Yeah. So does that mean Jason is going, they're going, he's Taggart being brought in into one of the black sites by Sonny and Jason saving his life could be interesting. I could also see where a lot of fans would, will be upset if it's saving, you know, the savior Jason saving people again. <laughs> but I, I think it would be. You win some, um, you I, lose some. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. I'm very interested in seeing the fallout of of him being alive. I'm also wanting to see more of Portia. Yeah. I know we're just getting back in the routine, but I feel like now's the time. It's like, okay, let's start fleshing this character out more and not just having her be like the resident doctor for everything. Yeah, because I really felt like we haven't got much of her point of view until recently. So we've, we had a scene with her and Curtis and with her and Cyrus this week that it's like, okay, we're getting to know a little bit more about Portia. And and she did come in just before all this, and there was the stuff going on with Taggart and Dying and Trina. So there was a lot of stuff to deal with, so I understand why we maybe hadn't gotten to that point. But I am glad that we've had, like, two scenes sort of seeing who she re- is other than Trina's mother and a doctor. Like, And, and that'll be interesting, because, yeah, like with you, I'm curious. Especially since her and Curtis have really good chemistry. So much so that, you know, people were like instantly, oh, he has to be Trina's dad. I like that. Well, that's that. just the way it's, things work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well, with Taggart being, you know, if, if they foolishly were going to kill Taggart, like he was actually going to be dead, then yeah, I would have been okay with Curtis being the dad. But now that Taggart is officially alive, I liked his relationship with Trina and I want to see more of that. And I just hope that they don't write her to be so angsty and yeah. upset when she finds out that he's alive and didn't tell her. Yeah, because so far what we've gotten from her about Taggart is that they had a pretty just okay relationship where, you know, they were Trina's parents and he was off doing that. And, you know, there's not this like love loss. And she understood his job. And that's sort of what we're getting. So, yeah, the angsty stuff would be out of character. She seems to be someone who's a little bit more level-headed in that. And so, yeah, that would, that would be out of the person we've seen so far. But again, because we haven't seen that much, I mean, it may, they may change it as they do. But yeah, like you say, though, with Curtis and Trina having such a tumultuous relationship, as I say, like, you know, when people hate each other on the soap, they're either going to be their parent or they're going to have sex. And because she's a kid and we know Curtis isn't that type of dude, obviously he's her kid. But I think it's more interesting now that Taggart is back because, too, Trina's always going to see Taggart as her dad because he was. Just because Curtis is a biological father, just like with Sean and uh, TJ as well, it, that doesn't change. But it is interesting that that's sort of happening to Curtis with all that. Yeah, I I, I don't know if they're going to go that route. Any, who, I don't know. Yeah, they may have changed it, yeah. But I am, I am, I also, I love that they had Taggart call Jordan out about ruining his name. Because yeah. that was one sticking point of the storyline that I just was not a fan of. Of Oh, yeah, he was this big, dirty cop. And for anyone who's been watching Geo Trinidad Time knows that that was not Taggart's beat at all. So I love that they, he kind of reamed her out. Was, you know, thanks for ruining my name. 
Well, yeah, and, and I do feel like, again, like they're listening because that was something that people were always frustrated with the way that Jordan handled a lot of this. And it's nice to have Taggart back and be the one to say it. And again, I don't know if that was always the plan or not, but whether it was or it wasn't is irrelevant because that's what we're getting now, which is, is a good thing because Jordan kind of needs to be called out on her ish. Believe in Soap Operas is sponsored by Simply Safe. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24-7. Order online, just open the box, place the sensors, and plug it in. Now your home is protected around the clock. It's that simple. Simply Safe. That's S-I-M-P-L-I Safe. Head to simplysafe.com team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com team. So there's a lot of speculation that we're heading to a murder mystery. I feel like it has to be who killed Nail. Yeah. Because I just, I don't know where, where this character goes. You have her slice and dice Brooklyn. You have her kidnap the baby. There's not too much you can do with the character to redeem I, I just don't see there's it being any redeeming yeah i just i feel like they they have her in, in a corner right now yeah and to me a lot of what they set up in today and some of the coming weeks because like you say you know nell slice and dice brooklyn clearly intended on brooklyn dying and then she's kidnapped wiley and and that was what i did like about julian's moment of like seriously yeah why am i doing this and in him trying to kill her of course taggart screwed that up but it, it was interesting to me because that almost redeemed julian a little bit than what we'd seen because yeah he was a coward and so to me again this was another one of them listening like yeah i didn't mind julian marrying Nell, punishing him is funny and we've had ava sort of be his talk to and sort of say why he hasn't killed her yet and we've already had him try to kill her so julian will of course be brought into that mix but yeah, obviously he won't be the one to kill her. But they're setting up, you've got Nina, the whole Corinthos clan, Willow. And, and that's who I think, if this is where we're going, based on that scene with Willow and Nina today, is I've always thought, and that's why it's interesting, the whole Wiley being kidnapped was portrayed so calmly. I'm like, yeah, this is the calm before the storm. Because Willow has been, like, seriously, like, all over the place and nervous wreck about Wiley before. So it was odd to have her not do that when he's actually kidnapped. And I thought that was kind of the plan from the get-go is that Willow and Nell would end up in a confrontation and one of them would die because that's the way that this has to be with the soaps. And, And I do feel like Chloe was looking to exit because again, it's hard to play that character for so long because it is irredeemable. But again, no one's ever dead. So it doesn't mean she can't come back because I do enjoy Nell. But yeah, I do feel like we are setting that up and it will be someone like Willow. I'm just curious where that's going to leave Nina or if they will switch it and maybe it not be, you know, I just don't know if they're going to switch to the who's Nina's daughter again. Because I think if they do it one more time, people just... I don't think they care now, but I just don't think they can switch it another time. Well, yeah, because, I mean, as a lot of us have speculated before, that 
Nina's daughter was eventually going to come out. And when Michelle Stafford was playing Nina, well, we initially thought it would turn over to Kiki when Kristen Alderson was playing Kiki. Then they sort of switched it because Haley Aaron looked a lot more like Mora. And then we set up Willow to maybe be Nina's daughter with the, the hateful relationship definitely means something but then they kind of tapered off of that and we have Nell but I still think at this point that they are just going to go with it be Nell because there was that one line that Nina had that was like I don't even know if they're dead and that would be it is Nina's last moments with her daughter were going to be like so hateful and terrible and she'd look for her and there were moments where Nina tried and how she probably would have changed her tune if she knew so I do feel like because Cynthia can bring it and we know because we've seen her as Annie Dutton we've seen her in so many other things just play a good psycho I think we're headed for you know a different route with Nina because like you say where do we go from here it's like her stories have been wrapped up with Valentine and Jax and you know always finding her daughter and Silas before that to me in order for Nina to get back to like her own storyline sadly we have to go a little nuts we have to do something crazy because the Nina that is the successful businesswoman Crimson sadly I don't think they know what to do with that yeah I I think if they were to go a darker route and have Nail die and have Nina find out and have her have that guilt, that's a yeah. great chance, great way to reset the character and make her darker. Maybe even like revisit some of the crazy. Yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking. And I think it'll be interesting to maybe have Nina go so dark that it even scares Valentine. Yeah. You know, where he's or he's like concerned for her because she's losing grip. I if that's where they're going, uh, I think that'd be a, a really good storyline for Cynthia. Yeah. I think so, because we've already said this Nina questioning some of her, you know, decisions, even with Nell, like we do have the back and forth. And we also have, you know, her questioning her decisions with Jax, because everyone was moved by Valentine's song. Did you at least see the, the aftermath of uh, <laughs> the song with uh, Marty? I swear to yeah. God, Tad was hitting on him. <laughs> oh, it, it was funny. That mistake. <laughs> oh, well, and that was oh. another thing I was going to talk about was like Anna. I like that they're finally playing oh, up yeah. the I Anna just... Valentine chemistry. And we'll get to the, the he who shall not be named a bit with Anna. But we've mentioned Alex and that potential relationship with Peter. We had her sort of like uh, be moved by Valentine's song because Again, while I like Anna and Finn separately, and I thought they were fine in the beginning, I don't care if they get married or not. It, it's no. one of those that, yeah, I kind of like that they had her going towards Valentine's orbit because, yeah, Nina needs to work for it if she wants that back. Like, at this point, her little dance with Jax and all that, I'm like, I like Nina, and I want to go in this other direction with her. But again, let's let Valentine move on for a little bit, too. And why not, Anna? They have history. But you know, Anna's history with other people and the hot mic baby reveal. What did you think of that? Uh, you know, I for, I just didn't, you know, thinking about it, I was like, wait, Maxie had, this will be her third kid? Why are, like, that character, I mean, it's one thing, you know, uh, I just don't know why they have her being sad, how, how she's like mother hen now, like, 
okay, Georgie one day, okay, James, sure. But now you have a third one, like, why? Yeah, I don't see this kid going to term, and I hate to be dark, but, I mean, that seems to be what fans want anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> and and again, if we're going with a lot of foreshadowing, there's been a lot of comments. And I do wonder what will happen, because why saddle Maxie with a third kid? And I don't think Kirsten is pregnant. So why bother? Because I know with like Becky Hurst, for example, she has three kids on the show because at those times Becky was pregnant. Okay, like that makes sense. I don't mind that just because it's kind of hard to hide it. They had some funny ways of doing it when Emmy was pregnant. We knew Lulu couldn't be so with the big dresses and stuff at the nurse's ball. But I just don't see what the point is with Maxie being pregnant other than just to troll people. (laughs) Yeah, I... I just feel that's one character that they just haven't seemed to really got a grasp of. But maybe, again, maybe she will be, she'll be like Nina and by the tragedy, you know, of her losing the baby, maybe that will be a way to reset the character as well. Yeah. It's It's just a shame that we have to, like, you would have to do something dark to reset the character, but... I mean, her losing, losing a work. kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, her losing a kid could could reset the character and kind of maybe have her find find her off again. Yeah, and you know, speaking of that, I forgot to mention. Did you like the stuff with like Robert and Olivia and Ned? And I know, like, that's kind of been brought up before. Is he going to be a problem for them, especially now with Dante coming back and him taking? live to see him so yeah that's that's an interesting like i don't want to say coupling but that's that's an interesting potential and part of me feels like why is lisa always get saddled with like the old men because oh no but then it's like okay (laughs) i think she has a crush on him she did have the, the the relationship with um, Johnny Cigar. Um, so yeah. that was her with a younger man. But historically, Lisa was on the city and she was with Randolph. She was with an older man on, on that show who she, you know, I think I just read an article where she was, they asked who would she want to work with from the past and that was her person. She's like, I, I, want, I want him back. So maybe she doesn't have a problem i don't know i think you know uh, some of us just like the classics you know uh (laughs) and i I, yeah i i like their chemistry and they've kind of always had it i'm just kind of glad they're playing it up a little more even though i like ned and livy and i don't really want them to break up i do kind of like this and i just don't feel like anna and robert are an option at anymore at this point i think they 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 are better friends co-parent co-grandparent um than any like romantic i don't see any yeah if they ever decided to break up kevin and laura i would see robert and laura because you know they were kane's parents over on y&r and they had that one funny scene where he was drunk and you know he woke up in her house and she was making jokes about it and that was cute and, uh, you know, because uh, all the ladies want to work with Tristan Rogers. AJ ain't nothing but a number. He's hot. <laughs> we all know who I think is the hottest one on this show. So, <laughs> <laughs> And he's 20 years older than me. So whatever. But, oh, uh, 
But yeah, I was like, speaking of people who were strangely older than me, but not by much, uh, Chad, Chad Duell. I really love Chad's sad face during the Valentine song. But again, I guess you didn't see that. <laughs> but I didn't hate Michael and Willow this week. That little scene that they had about the offer he can't refuse was cute. They're too much about the kid, but that moment wasn't. So that was cute. I, I did see a, a, a moment. A moment where they were, you know, talking about Tracy and, and Luke and like how, yeah. you know, unconventional marriages or marriages of convenience runs and, and the quarter mains. I like, I thought that was, that was cute. Yeah, that whole scene um, was cute. Yeah. I also like Sonny calling Carly out of like knowing it's kind of I feel like, like they have Michael so dumb. Like even Sonny yeah. knows that Chase and Sasha, that whole thing was like, a fake breakup to get the baby. And I love that Sonny's like, oh, this is, you're behind it. And, and like for once, no, like Carly, nope, she's actually innocent of, of this. Yeah. And, and that's what's interesting to me. But it's sort of what I like about Sonny and Carly now is they are just kind of in the background, kind of going along with this. And of course, with the Nell stuff, Carly's a little bit more involved. But yeah, like Carly's relationship with Sasha and her and Sonny being honest with each other about all this is, is strangely mature. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. You know, uh, you know. I'm. I'm obviously very biased and pro Sasha, but mm-hmm. I think her and Carly have such have a fun relationship that I wouldn't mind Carly be her mentor, but not in like not yeah. picking up like this the scheming aspects of Carly, but more of you know maybe some of the hijinks, but just not of maybe more Laura Wright Carly than than the previous because Laura Wright's Carly hasn't really been evil. She's just kind of mischievous. Yeah, yeah and so I we'll think see. that's what makes her better for the more mature Carly is that that is the thing is she is more mischievous like really the only dark thing we had that i could think of with laura wright's carly was when she hired brooklyn to break up dante and lulu like that was pretty messed up and a lot of stuff she did sort of back then when michael was in prison but that was quite some time ago so what we've really seen with carly i mean yeah, locking Nell up on the roof, I guess, wasn't great, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I, I feel like that's, that's tame. Like, I feel like Sarah yeah. Brown's Carly was oh, yeah. like. She was Nell. Like, and that's the interesting like, part about yeah. Nell. But also, I think that's, you know, Nell, I, I can't remember if this was, I think this was right before the shutdown. The scene of like Nell and Carly in the office. It, it was just interesting that, like, it just felt like for a moment, Carly was like, I should have came back and, like, looked out for you. Like, it was just, they have, I don't, I don't, they have a potential to have, like, a really interesting dynamic if they would have played that up versus more of, like, what, what we're getting. Yeah, and, and I feel like we are going more with the, you know, Nell being off campus these days. But yeah, if we had Nell come back, since obviously the whole Wiley thing was about Carly and Nell's whole point since she came really is about Carly, they really should have played that up more. Is like, you know, Nell is the forgotten quote unquote sister, which that never sort of set well. The whole Frank Benson thing was silly, but at least we got that fun flashback they did with Cynthia, James Patrick Stewart, and Eden. So I guess we'll accept that. 
But yeah, like, yeah I, that really was what they should have played up. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't make the story more about their dynamic. You know, they they played it on it a little bit the first time around when she was on the show, but I just feel like that would have been just an interesting level to have. Not Not them even, you know, becoming friendly with each other, but to just have like that honest conversation of, you know, what could have been if, if, you know, you actually were a a bigger part of my life. Yeah. And, you know, to me, that is something that we've at least seen Carly sort of reflect on, even since they've been back, where she's like, yeah, I do feel bad for how Nell grew up. Like, she's very careful to use her words that way because yeah she only had frank i at least had sweet virginia and i do kind of like the carly acknowledging that she did have it better because yeah like you say virginia was at least a good mom so like, carly was really bratty and much like nell in the beginning where it's like okay what's your deal like this woman was your biological mom but you had it pretty good you know <laughs> Typically, when people adopt kids, they actually want them. And they're often better parents. I don't know. Yeah. Typically. But I, I think that was it. Because that, that is the good thing about the nurse's ball and what they did, especially with the telethon. It moved all these things forward. We are finally liking the direction with Frizz and Nava there. And, and I like that they, they keep with the Ava and Nina friendship. That's fun. But yeah, the whole thing with Brooklyn, I kind of feel like this was set up that she was supposed to, this was from the beginning, ending her career because we never really saw Amanda sing as Brooklyn. And it is a little disappointing that knowing that Brianna Lane is a singer that we didn't get to hear Brooklyn sing at all, but I'm guessing she won't be singing anytime soon. No, I, I, I think that was, I think that was a week. This was a, that was a great opportunity to end that terrible storyline. Just, I, I realized that like Brooklyn wants to be a singer because of her mom and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But that storyline just never felt it's a dead end yeah sometimes with this when you can't really show people doing that it works for say characters like tessa on y&r because she's not really involved with a lot of the other stuff like you can have her off she's just you know not just mariah's girlfriend but yeah like there's logical reasons and things for her to be doing off but with brooklyn you're a quarter main. How can and New York is close, but this there's no one else really in that. Like it used to be when it was Lois and Ned and you have all that. They had their own stuff and it was a bigger story. Now when Brooklyn's the lone singer, it just seems odd. And it, I kind of yeah, figured yeah, that was it, coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly it. With you know, when it worked before it was because it was L and B records and it was a whole yeah. You know, Mary May was a part. You know, it was there was a yeah, lot there were more people involved. To it. Yeah. Whereas this is just a lone storyline with some producer that we don't care about. Yeah, it's. I'm hopefully this wraps up that storyline and we can move on to something else for Brooklyn. Yeah, and, and again, this was something that I feel like was set up from the get go. One of the major things to happen at the nurses' ball, which is why they went through it. And it is an interesting direction because like we say, she's been a little too focused on that. Now we get to do something else with her. And we still have like a lot of people she's contested with like Chase and Dusty and and we'll see where that goes now. Because yeah, I I do feel like we finally got to them wrapping things up and that was why they needed the nurse's ball. But it looks like 
Kelly Thiebaud is back. Uh, we're so happy the Brits is back. Where do you think she's going to factor in? I, I don't know where they're going to put her in to. Yeah, that's that one's a weird one. Because for one, where does she go to? They brought her back. She yeah, it says she went with- off to Boston like to accept a job. And that was what was weird to me, was they brought her back. And when you had Nicholas back, and you had her with Julian... And she's Brad's best friend and was trying to figure out what's going on with Nell. She knows a lot. And she's Ulbricht's daughter. She's Peter's sister. Britt is actually a great character to have involved with a lot of these things now. But which one of these things is she really back for? And it looks like she's back for a longer stint, it said. So we'll see. But yeah, like you say, they had her just shipped off to Boston like that. And who knows why? Well, maybe they'll put her back in Julian's orbit. Maybe that's because that's for yeah. me. I was wondering, it's like, who are they going to? We're, we're already female heavy on this show as far as the young adults. I guess they're not really young adults, but just the young, you know, the adults, the 30 something group. It's already female heavy. So I don't know. Yeah, I do kind of hope it's with Julian and we're going actually in a direction with him if that's a better pairing. But yeah, I kind of want to see her be a little bit more involved with figuring out what Peter's real deal, because they had them chummy, which seemed weird. But I feel like with Maxie being pregnant, there might be some more questioning of if he's really changed or not. And the Brits is the person to do that. Yeah, I just, the only thing with that is like, I don't want to see them try to like recapture Brit and, and Nathan's relationship because that no. was something special. Yeah. So I just don't want it to be like, oh, you know, as much as Brit loved Nathan, I don't want it to be like, oh, you know, we are one big happy family. Especially because we still have the whole Peter setting up her mom and the whole, op- you know, that whole storyline, yeah. which is weird that we haven't, that one, that thread hasn't been picked up, but maybe that's coming. Yeah, because that's what I do wonder is Ulbricht is actually in The Hague is innocent. So, man, Peter's part of that. And it would be nice to see Britt actually sort of make up with her mother who had made better strides. And it was actually Peter. So so maybe that's what it's about is sort of figuring figuring out that she was framed. So, who and again, or working with Robert. There's a lot for her to do, actually, which is good. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But GH seems to be moving into a positive direction. Let's see if they can keep it up. Yeah, and that's what I'll say, is everything seems to be moving, for the most part, in a positive direction. I really don't have a lot of complaints. I know that's not the norm, especially when it comes to our stories and sometimes so Twitter. But yeah, like we say, give it a chance and let's see how a lot of this plays out because I do feel like they did listen and they did work out some stuff and and are really trying. And to me, the nurse's ball and the way that they handled that shows that they do care. And I know that was always a concern for people, but, but they do. And I think it is going in a new direction and a good one. That was it for our General Hospital portion of the podcast, but not it for GH since we of course use it as the comparison for all of their soaps as it set the standard. Sorry, we're biased, but don't fret, Days fans. We love it too. 
And if you love days and daytime drama, download the latest soap opera, Forever and a Day, out now on all your favorite podcasting platforms where you can find this one. So yes, soaps have gone back to their roots with audio drama, and yours truly is one of the voice actors. New episodes drop every Monday and Friday, so subscribe to the channel forever and a day, and hear all about what's happening in Augustus, Illinois, as well as daytime legend Beth Eller's return to the genre. Thank you so much for listening. So now, like sands through the hourglass, this is our chat about days of our lives. Next up, we have days. So, days of our lives. The one that I was really resistant to watching. Yet, I am enjoying Days probably not quite as much as GH because there's not all the history, but almost. How about you? Yeah, um, a very interesting week. Uh, so, Eve Eve, and the Sin storylines is, is picking up a lot more. I feel like with, as soap fans, we are so used to wanting stuff to happen instantly. Because one of the issues I had with the storyline was that what Eve was doing to Sierra, how Sierra was innocent and why she would. And today's episode, we had Paige, you know, come to Eve in the vision. And she hit on all those issues that I was having that, okay, well, Ben's like, what did Sierra ever do to you? What did Hope do to you? And and just kind of getting to like the whole like showing how Eve is so sick and mad at the whole town for forgiving Ben and moving on yeah. that she's not even don't doesn't see what she's doing as wrong. So that was that was my big standpoint of the whole story. So I guess I'm glad that we got that beat. I just wonder if I had that motivation explained better at the beginning, maybe I would have been behind the story more than hating it from the beginning. Well, and to me, it, it was pretty obvious how her motives to, uh, or at least on the, her, oh, I'm getting out. Her motives were pretty obvious on the surface. You want him to pay, Paige is dead. We got it. And yeah. and two, on the soap, being a grieving mother, that is something they do all the time. They do take chances. They do push the limits. And then that is still a character that can be back from the brink. But like you say, that extra layer of who Sierra really is to Eve and to the town. But all of this was really more about the true betrayal she felt from them and the town and how they've accepted Ben, even though Ben murdered her daughter had a lot more to do with it and yeah it's that extra layer and like you said when you're getting this moment with her daughter in you know her own mind of course is sort of giving you that little bit that you just needed to understand this and yeah Cassie DePaiva just kicks so much ass it's great And, and I really think everyone involved is doing a good job I really like Victoria and Robert and and this is an interesting story And that's what I'm really liking about Days is there's a lot of good stuff going on. So there's not just this. And this is probably like, you know, the best story right now. But you also have the cool quad that's Jake, Gabby, Gwen, Chad. I really like the way that that's developing. And that's why I'm kind of glad that Camilla is sticking around. Because, yeah, like, where would that be without her? That's part of the fun. Yeah, I I think it's going to be interesting to see 
how everything kind of moves, how that quad, because you, you move Gabby out and, and bring in Abby. It's going to be interesting to see what Gabby comes back to and how she fits in back into that quad once once she's back. Yeah, because we don't really know Gabby's exit story, but we do know that A. Martinez is coming back and that both Gabby and Rafe, I believe, were leaving on the same day, the end of August, and they're both coming back when they start to film in September. But that won't be until, these episodes will probably not be until late October when they come back, maybe. So there'll be a bit of a gap yeah. with them gone. Yeah, from, so I, I think because it's it's been in digest that it's not really a spoiler, but they leave Friday, I believe. The, the weird thing with, with having A. Martinez back is having him back to usher them off, but having him back at the same time as Eve is kind of going down this dark path and him being paid to his dad and not having him a part of that storyline. To me, it's well, just... Just, yeah, I don't really know why. Because, yeah, once you mentioned that, I'm like, I had no idea he was Paige's dad and involved with yeah. Eve. But it looks like Eve is done. Cassie's done at the beginning of the week. And then he comes at the end. So she's leaving as he's coming in. So we probably won't even get a scene. No, no. Because I believe he, she, his, I don't know if they, if they showed his face at the end of today's episode. But, quote, unquote, he shows up at the end of today's episode. So tomorrow's Wednesday. So that will give him time to explain to Rafe that he's out of prison and they're all in danger and they all have to leave town for their, you know, so he can protect them. And then they leave on, then everyone leaves Friday. I don't think Eve gets cap- gets captured until next week, maybe. But But I don't, but still, I don't think that they cross paths, which... It just seems weird that Eve is, is going through all this and him being Paige's dad and Paige even talking and bringing him up today. Because a lot of fans thought that that instead of Vincent, that Eve was working with, that it would have been Eduardo. And I think yeah. that would have been an interesting storyline that the two parents are, you know, out for revenge. Yeah, and that would make sense, especially if it could even create conflict because Gabby wound up being there and then he's not working with it. There was some more layers they could have had if they picked him. Yeah, so today definitely kind of helped me understand that storyline more. Are you familiar with Philip? Did you do you have a history or or is, are you just kind of he's new to you? He's new to me. I knew like of him and I did this is the reason I like days and don't have to do as much you know research as to who these people are is because we had that scene with Sean and Bell talking about Philip and sort of getting to know him and then you have that sort of pretext with Xander and Victor and their relationship so shows you that obviously Victor isn't on great terms with his sons or whatever because he obviously loves Xander more but I get it (laughs) but yeah it's interesting to me to see that they sort of lay all that out so even though I'm not as familiar I kind of knew who this guy was a little bit with all that and so the exposition works for new viewers yeah I now tell me about Philip like 
Who's all really involved I'm, with him besides Belle? Yeah. So Chloe, um, which she's on her way back. Well, I, you know, actually, Chloe was was. I think you, you saw Chloe when she was in New yes, York with yeah, Sean. Yeah, I know and, Nadia. Yeah. Yeah. The so beautiful Nadia that, Bajor. That her and that's they were high school sweethearts. So that was they were each other's first love, and then they mixed him in with with. Bell and her, him and Bell had an affair, and I think for a second that they thought that he was Claire's dad, but it ended up being Sean. And to me, Philip, you know, Philip has been with Chloe. Is is, is Philip's like angry yeah. to me? He's had he's had other relationships, but yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know why they have him dressed in that suit that's five times too big. <laughs> yeah. That was that kept throwing me off because I'm like, why is he in this huge ass suit? But I'm excited to see where it goes and once he gets back into town. The weird thing with Days is that they have so many so much stuff going on that storylines kind of get dropped. I don't want to say get dropped, but like Philip came to town what was it last week now? Yeah. And he does he doesn't have a scene with Kate and Lucas until next week. So it's like Phillips in town all this time and you know, you bring him back and then you make people wait almost a week and a half for him to have Yeah, he was only in like, one episode, right? Like that was what was weird. Yeah. He came back like on Monday, I think. Or it was it was like early in the week and then nothing. Like he had that scene with Victor and Xander and then that was it. You're like, okay, yeah, cool. And- and then and then he runs into Sean Sean and Sean and Bell. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But then yeah, it's it's weird to me. I guess they just have so much stuff going on and you know, with Gabby and Rafe being off canvas, that's gonna free up some storyline. I believe we have like another week before I think Will and Sonny leave next week. Yeah, yeah, they're so leaving. That that's what's weird. Yeah. That that will wrap up um that they, they, them leaving isn't I, I I like them you know okay they have he's going to work for his, with his brothers and yeah like that one, they wrote it well uh, especially with all yeah. of what they had going on like it kind of makes sense for them to leave on one hand so especially for Sonny but at the same time like their parents are going through some stuff at least we sort of have like a, a bit of a cushion between uh Justin I almost just called him Wally Justin and Sonny and there's a little bit of a window where he was there for his dad when his marriage didn't work out but now he's working with Bonnie so we have a little cushion and to go work and it is about their mother in a way so I see it but with Will I get not wanting to be involved in that family drama but he has a lot going on but Again, it does sort of make sense in a way to be like, I don't want to be involved anymore. <laughs> yeah, I th- their exit, I don't have that much. I just feel like the the Rafe and Gabby one is just so weird because... Yeah, they were setting they were, up Rafe and Hope. They were setting up Rafe and Hope. They're setting up Rafe, I mean, Gabby and Jake. Because I think like the promo had them like kissing. So yeah. they're kissing one day and then she's out of town the next like theirs is just weird this i'm very curious if according to digest this is sierra's exit but i also saw spoilers that say that that you know sierra's not 
leaving anytime soon. I don't want to say too much more, but but yeah, it's it seems that yeah. So I I don't I'm very curious of where that storyline is going to go. Yeah, because there was such a buildup for the sin wedding, and it's been great. And I do see that this maybe kind of pushes her off canvas. Maybe she goes somewhere for a little bit and then comes back because again, there's so much for her to do, even with hope not coming back after the break and everything. But yeah, that'll be a weird ending because we didn't have an exit scene with Christian Alfonso. So again, Ron's really got his work cut out for him with some of these. But you're seeing, well, as we predicted, lots of people coming back or choosing to stay longer. Or... Yeah, um, I think I saw something today that Galen will be back. Yeah, he's so, definitely coming back. Um, so that storyline with, with him, you know, so... And with Allison Sweeney deciding to stick around. Yeah, um, and that's what I wonder. Is they're going to pair them because Hope isn't coming back. So, like, you know, she said she's done done, at least for now. And I really feel like she means it. But, yeah. And it is curious to see with Galen coming back who he would be paired with as Hope won't be. But yeah, with Allison Sweeney, we'll see because that would probably be a better direction for Sammy than this well, whole mess they, with they, Nicole. They've already been down that route, so I don't know. Yeah. But also, Rafe also had a relationship-ish with Nicole, so you know we know that <laughs> yeah. Eric isn't going to be around, so that's going to be interesting to see. Um, so Rafe's just been all around Salem, huh? Yeah, he's been with Nicole, Kate, Sammy, Hope, Carrie, Sammy's sister. Um, yeah, he's 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 definitely not um, Jordan Ben's sister. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was uh, for show. Yeah, we need we should do a special episode on on soap stars and and <laughs> and their bullshit that they're into. Oh God! And that's yeah. all I'll say about that because <laughs> I have my opinions, and you know, Team Justin. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't really watch her reality show. Like, what is it? Selling yeah, sell, Sunset. Selling. Sell, no, I I refuse to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I don't watch any reality TV. That's not for me. I'm I'm all about the scripted because you know, and I don't really understand why people are into it. Like there's better drama on daytime and they're better actors because it's all acting people. Speaking of acting, <laughs> what did you think of Sammy um, and John when they kind of had their little <laughs> fight? And that was John a good segue. Collapsed. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Me and my mom were actually watching that and we bursted out laughing because we're terrible people. I mean, and John's fine, of course. You can't kill off John yet again. And we couldn't have Sammy do something else so horrible, right? And that that's what's funny to me. I don't know if Ron loves or hates Sammy based on the writing. It's like we're getting a lot of, you know, Sammy and Allison Sweeney at her best in one way. But it's like, okay, could Sammy not fuck up more? <laughs> Getting John a stroke, for Christ's sake. Or it was an embolism burst, or I think, or aneurysm. I mean, aneurysm burst, but okay. Yeah, he stroked out talking to Sammy because she was being a bitch. I'm sorry. I, I I shouldn't have laughed so hard at that scene, but it was funny. Did you not think it was funny? <laughs> no, it's 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 I just Ron Ron, which I'm kind of surprised that Allison signed on only from the writing aspect. Ron has Sammy was never like it's 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 just I I don't know why he feels like. Everything has to be her fault. Everything, like, <laughs> yeah. she's the worst person that 
it's it's just it's so strange just you know i i just yeah i like that when she actually shown growth and and talked to marlena and was like this is actually what happened yeah and, and it was like oh wait no you're you're not responsible because i don't want to say a year but maybe two years ago when john and marlena finally got yeah it was two years ago now john and marlena got married Sammy came back to town and Kristen had drugged her. So she shows up at the wedding with a gun and Kristen mm-hmm. forces her to shoot. And so she, quote unquote, <laughs> she shoots Marlena and Marlena goes into like, is like on death's door. But you find out that it actually wow. wasn't Sammy. It was Xander. Yeah, she, she, I, under Ron's writing, she's always, I, I don't, I don't know why, why. The Sammy abuse. <laughs> yeah, because you almost feel like they do Julian over at GH. Like, okay, he can never do anything right. <laughs> but okay. But Sammy to me deserves a lot more than, than Jules. I love Will, but yeah, over at Days, besides like John and Marlena and Bo and Hope, I know Sammy. Like Allison Sweeney, I knew who this person was, even though I wasn't a Days watcher. To me, I. I Sammy is the one to root for, not Nicole. Because Nicole is just, like, doing all she can to get this baby just to one-up Sammy at this point. You know, in the beginning, when they were helping her out, it was, like, played all nice. But I do feel like now that Sammy's officially back, she's just back into bitch mode and using everything she can to kind of one-up her. And that's why I did like Belle being on Sammy's side, even though they gave her crap for that. Yeah, well, I think that... You know, as as we found out today that Belle fired Sammy as, you know, she's not going to represent her in court. And Sammy is going to be her own lawyer. And and I'm not saying anything. Oh, God, I haven't seen today, but that's funny. <laughs> that aren't in digest. But basically, Sammy is going to give it to Nicole on the stand and bring up some of All Nicole's the receipts. sins. Yes, um, including a murder that Nicole actually did and had gotten away with so far. Um, So that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Oh, good. So we're actually seeing a better direction. Because, yeah, I mean, if the pendulum swings the other way a little bit, I'll be fine. But, yeah, it's like, okay, Nicole's manipulating this situation now. This is not cool. And Eric just sits there. No wonder Greg wanted to leave. Like, <laughs> Eric is just there. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. But, yeah, it looks and, like and, Mark and, Madsen will be returning to days when they start filming again. So at least we'll have Belle a little longer because, I mean, you have Philip, you have Sammy. You have a lot for Belle to do, which makes sense. And I know we were curious as to who's all coming back. So that was one I saw. Yeah, I, I, I'll i be interested to see Mar- Martha, Brandon, Stacy. Days like, moves them in and out as needed. So, yeah, because Stacy's coming back as well. I saw with Eric Martsoff, which makes sense because, yeah, you, you had this baby, now you're off, but we kind of want to see the baby again, especially with, you know, you have Xander and Sarah back together. There's a lot more for Kristen and Brady to do, and a lot more of that story that's still lingering. Yeah, I, 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 I just, I wish that they could get Eileen, and I think that would just. That would elevate. I mean, no, no, no. There's, Stacey is doing an amazing job 
and she's made Kristen her own, it's almost a different character than the traditional Kristen that they Stacy has to. a little bit of Stacy always has a little bit of innocence, which is interesting the way that she plays her crazy characters, like with Patty and with Hannah. And it makes that character sometimes a little bit more palatable than say like just a straight up crazy villain. So I always like that. Yeah, I, I don't know, you know, days we don't even know like when they I think it's like mid October is when their new episodes will wrap. So it's just like over this whole next month, it's just gonna be really interesting to see where the dust settles and especially right in time for November sweeps to kind of see like, okay, yeah. this this is where we are and this is what's gonna be going on moving forward. Yeah, because we have a lot of stuff wrapping up and we also have a lot of stuff starting, but that obviously isn't going to continue that we're seeing. So, yeah, I mean, Ron certainly got his job cut out for him with some of this, with all the comings and goings. But being as they've had time off to sort of think this through, we'll see. Only well, unless unless they're, unless someone gets on, on Twitter and says, oh, no, the writers mm-hmm. were furloughed as well. What yeah, else is up knows? on the days? Day's lineup, or did we cover everything I, basically? I feel like we got through all of days that I could think of. Yeah, I mean, we we've talked a little bit about Xander and Sarah. You know, they're back together. We did have Maggie come back. I, I forgot about that. It was like, oh yeah, we had some good scenes with Maggie. I always love her scenes with Xander. Yeah, they have they they have a really I like that I like their dynamic and their relationship. I'm just curious what Days is going to do with Victor once it comes back because i just don't know if john anderson is going to come back to work or how much he will work yeah we already have a lot of him sitting down because he he is getting up there and it's great that he's still a part of the show and i think they'll do their best to include him in any way that they can but i think it's up to the actor because you see leslie charleston there is monica and a lot of people didn't expect her to come back I, I, so I on General Hospital, not. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 kind of sad when you when you, when you have seen a show for so long, and when actors get older, you know. I just feel like it was just a couple of years ago we had scenes where he was, I don't want to say able-bodied, but where he was, you know, more active and moving around. Yeah. Whereas more so in this past year, we've had mostly scenes of of him, you know, stationary and. That's, you know, that's life. We I hope to be his age one day. Yeah, exactly. And it's like more power to him for continuing to show up to work like that. And I, I like how they have Victor involved. And again, it'll be up to John whether he wants to come back. But most of these people, they, they want to because, you know, like we say, they are getting up there. And the reality is this may be it. If you enjoy what you do live it and and i know that some people with the protocols would be like oh no but again we leave it up to people's choice this is the people's choice yeah i think that's kind of like where we you know i want to keep going into ghs but i feel like (laughs) you know that's that that is their choice to to do certain things i haven't seen any interviews of of kim corday talking about the filming style so i will be very curious to see if days goes the route of GH or or CBS daytime, 
I've ventured to guess if if they have a choice that they would pick more of a GH style just because that's going to fit days better. And you have a good mix of age ranges of the actors to where that would work out just fine with people choosing to touch or not. And you, you probably will have a lot of people go with it because it feels awkward when it's not. And, you know, I guess as we wrap up days here, before we get into our CBS daytime news, if they want to talk General Hospital Days of Our Lives or anything soapy with you, Walker, where can they find you on social media? Yes, I made my Twitter easier to find. It's just Walker R. So just Walker R. Very simple. That's nice and easy. Unlike me. <laughs> but since I'm Lucretia Line, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-D-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And stay tuned for our talk on the CBS daytime shows, The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Thank you for listening to Believe in Soap Operas. If you're not subscribed to the show, be sure to hit that button so you get new episodes each week in the feed of your favorite podcasting app. Like us? Rate us. Have something to say? Leave us a review. Stay tuned for part two as we discuss the CBS soaps and how they can raise those ratings as the returns have hit a new low for most fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.